Hey, it's Zach, and thanks for listening to our interview with Charlie Puth. This is his third visit to the show, and he is one of the most talented human beings that has ever been in the studio. This kid is a super musical genius. He has perfect pitch. He has a scientific, you know, thing when he makes music, and he's going to get into all of that. And we're really going to go track by track on his brand new album called Voice Notes, which is out right now. And yeah, Charlie Puth, every time he comes in, it's just, he's just so comfortable here. And I really enjoy his presence. He just gives off a really positive, calm energy. He was a little dirty when he came in, though. He was in, like, these really baggy sweatpants. His hair looked like a rat's nest. He had this, like, oversized windbreaker on. It was an interesting look. But you know what? He's a genius. So I guess geniuses can get away with it. Listen to the interview. And please leave your honest feedback in the comment section. And I beg you to subscribe. We are a little thirsty. And rate it, please. Seriously, rate it, even if you hate it. Okay, here's our interview with Charlie Puth. Enjoy. Hey, what up? It's Megan Trainer. Yo, 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 this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Charlie Puth, everybody. Right. <laughs> cool. We got Heather, we got Dan, and we yes. welcome Charlie Puth. Are you going to chug that whole bottle? He was trying. No. He didn't uh, drink anything. I, I yeah, that, that was such a long, dramatic <laughs> sip, and... This is what I would do. I'm not a huge drinker. This is what I would do in college. I would just like put my lips up against him. Wow. <laughs> oh, crazy. Totally messed up. Totally um, messed up. <laughs> ah! Voice Notes is the album. It's out May 11th. Finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. I, 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 we had planned two release dates prior, and it just wasn't done. And I kept adding new songs that I thought were better than the older songs, so I just kept replacing and... Now it's done. Now it's coming out May 11th. So how'd you know it was officially ready? You just... Or do you ever really know? Maybe I'll never really know. Maybe... Maybe the day it comes out, I'll write something even better that I didn't expect to... Because when your mind is relaxed and you think that you're done, you you write better songs. That's Mm. at least the case with me. But um, I think it's done. I think it sounds pretty complete. It's a pretty incredible album, man. That you've listened to it a couple I times. I've listened to it a few times. I started yesterday, listened to it about uh, three or four times, listened to it again this morning. Mm. Top to bottom, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a great album. You know, something interesting, the last song, thank you, by the way, the last song was recorded in, um, the vocals were recorded in this Marriott Hotel in Ohio when I was on tour, like, a couple of years ago, and that was the song, the reason why that song sounds so different than track one yeah. is because that track 13 was supposed to be the sound of the album however attention came out and my whole sound completely changed i feel like every time i come in here my sound changes like yes what every every time i come in here but do you feel like it's important for an album to have one cohesive sound top to bottom yeah i mean for the most part that might my voice go so high <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um i think um yeah. i think um um as long as most of it is but it just it felt it felt right to put the 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 first intended song of the album as the last song to kind of show what i've been through yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but so it is telling a story it is telling a story can we say album titles mo okay yes we can most as we can um the way i am uh is the song that starts off the album and it's just it's the first song that i put out about my personality um and you know, how I reacted to being a sort of famous guy and, you know, how it affected my brain in certain ways. And, you know, then you have the trilogy of Attention, Attention, How Long and Done for Me, which is one story in itself. Um, 
and then you just have fun songs like Empty Cups where you read the title and be like, what the hell is this <laughs> song going to be about? And then it's it, it kind of paints the picture of a of a house party in Simi Valley. Nice. <laughs> Let's go back to the way I am, yeah. right? All I want to do is hold somebody, but nobody wants to get to know somebody. Right. Great lyric. Thanks. Do you feel like it's been hard for you to get to know people over the last few years? Yeah, because they know so much about me from the get-go. When I meet them, they, they're they 10 steps ahead of me, yeah. mm-hmm. which I am i don't think anyone is ever going to get used to if anyone ever experiences that. Um, right. Like, I've, I've sat down before, and not even on dates, just, like, meeting people, and they know so much about my family and... Like it's it's weird. Yeah. It's like, what do you do now, <laughs> yeah. right? Because that's a part of getting to know somebody. Yeah. Um, so I th- I think it was cool, I, but in some way, in some way, I feel like people also non-famous people can go through the same thing. You know, if they're maybe notorious for something in their small town or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think uh, I think that people can relate to that record. But also this idea that people are kind of shallow, you know, people people want to, especially in this town and around you, I'm assuming they want to be around you for certain reasons. Right. So they they don't really want to get to know you. No, they want to. There's other reasons. They want to be. This isn't like a poor me situation. My life is amazing and I surround myself with a lot of great friends, which is a great thing. Um, But there are inevitably some people who want to be around me for, you know, the clout I guess I don't know is that record like is there co- there's confidence in that right this idea that you're okay with accepting who you are and then you're kind of like shouting it from the, the, the mountaintop well I wasn't good you're god you're good at interviews this is so good <laughs> you see y'all are so good I um um but I, I didn't always have that mindset when I you know when see you again was out and I was trying to figure out who I was musically and I was putting all these songs out and they didn't really sound like each other and I was trying to be someone that I wasn't even outside of music, I thought, oh, I'm a pop singer. I have to act a certain way. I have to talk a certain way. And I, and I fell victim to that. And I always told myself that if success ever hit me, that that would not happen to me. And the exact same thing, probably 10 times more, um, uh, 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 had happened to me. And uh, the way I am starts off the album with the self-realization. It's the last song that we wrote for the album as well. It's the, it's the self-realization that um, I don't need to... Uh, go out every night. I don't need to surround myself with yes men and women. I can just be around my family, people that I'm close to. And, you know, this isn't, I'm not like inventing this lingo. This is stuff that people just need to realize in their own lives as well. So I really was very passionate about the album starting off with that lyrical sentiment. And it's interesting that you, it ended up being the last song you wrote. Yeah. What'd you learn about yourself through making this album? I learned that, um, I'm weird and it's and it's okay That's and cool. I'm I I don't uh, I I get bothered by um weird noises that are <laughs> out of key and you know that some I'm very sensitive and things upset me <laughs> but if there if it doesn't go um as planned and I'm not this most social guy and I'm not going to be on every red carpet I'm not going to be at every after party um, with all the cool people and maybe I'm not the coolest artist ever but I think that I'm fine and I'm happy to be I, I, I honestly think I'm pretty cool I, if, I, if I can be in a room by myself and make a song from the ground up 13 times which is what I did on this album I think that pretty I'm, cool. I, I feel cool and that's all that matters I don't really care if people think that I'm cool but, but it's also redefining cool like we were talking earlier before we started rolling we were, right? yeah. <laughs> you're literally sitting in the this, this studio in a white t-shirt with a hole in it looks a little dirty <laughs> it's actually it's a vintage t-shirt <laughs> I can only imagine how much it costs uh, uh, it's like 20 bucks 
Oh, that's not bad. These pants, however, no, no. <laughs> Go ahead, is these, I saying? These baggy sweatpants, yeah. these uh, white sneakers that are pretty cool. Thanks. But you're, you're, you look relaxed. Like, you look, you, you do look like you kind of rolled out of bed or went mm-hmm. to the gym. I definitely did both of those things. And but to that point, you're, you're my friend, and I know all of you very well at this point, and I can, I don't have to... I don't have to spruce myself up to come in here. No. Is that a word? Did I just make that up? No, you spruce. I, uh, spruce. spruce. Yeah. I don't have to spruce myself mm-hmm. up, and I, I can just be 100% me, and this is how I was feeling today on this Monday. It's Monday. Yes. Yeah, that's how I was but, feeling. But you've also redefined cool, right, with your bright yellow <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. sweatpants? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you dropping <laughs> things as you enter your Aston Martin? I saw. Oh, you, you have a good eye for cars. I didn't even tell you the name of the car. Dude, every piece of Aston Martin is handmade by somebody. I, that's why. I see so that every time I open that door, I think I get so inspired. I like I can't believe that I'm driving this car. It's like my dream car. But it's, it, so. it's uniquely created, connected to you. You create every song from the ground up. Some human being literally built every piece of this from car from the ground with up. Yeah, in England, but Step. imported to here. And I, it's just I, it's it's all black, and it's just my favorite thing ever. I listen to all. I mix the album, half the album in that car. <laughs> cool. And, by playing all of the, because uh, it's a cool sound system, yeah. and uh, I, I always mix songs in the car. Everybody thinks I'm bragging when I talk about cars. All I do is just mix songs. You don't even drive are, it. I, yeah. I just sit in my driving. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I drive it. And the car's worth it at this point if you're mixing your entire album in there, you know? I, I think yeah. so in, in some in some crazy way, and I you know you can't really go over 20 miles per hour in L.A. anyway, so yeah, you can't go. really show off. But also getting that car was like such a moment for, you know, an achievement, right? Like Yeah. It's a tangible realization of everything you've done. Yeah, it's just something for me. That's just the way I am. I like what I like and I'm happy about it. But you're redefining cool, which I, I, I got to give you a lot of credit for, you know, even the hair. Like, you know, you look at the hair and some people will be like, you know, not, looks dirty, you know, but like this is you. <laughs> hey, it looks dirty. What's that guy's name from The Sopranos? Like look. the youngest kid, Christopher. Christopher, <laughs> Christopher yeah, from yeah, The yeah. Sopranos. Yeah, it looks dirty, Tony. <laughs> yeah, everything is back it's to actually, It's actually quite clean. I, I love your New Jersey shout outs throughout the album oh yeah thank you uh, I, I love New Jersey <laughs> who doesn't me <laughs> oh. he's from Philadelphia oh, really guys so you guys are like second better to, second worst to us or That's better okay. to us, whatever it is regardless we all get along because we're kind of well, where are you from again? I don't. New Jersey. Okay, yeah, yeah that's we're right. All, yeah. We're all. That's why we all get along. Where are you yes, from, Zach? I'm from New Jersey. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's yeah. why we all talk to each other in a certain exactly. way. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then Philly. Philly's part of New Jersey. Philly's kind fine. Of. Philly Shout is out like, to Ishkabibble Steakhouse. <laughs> oh, that's right on South Street. That's yeah, good. on South Street. Really yeah, you know, New, New Jersey is just what Philadelphia. Like New Jersey wants to be Philadelphia. Get, they just can't get no, out of here. There's no part of New Jersey that looks over the river and says, "We want to be like you." And there's no river. I think there's just a border. You know about Maddox? Um, the rapper, the Philly rapper, he's yes. like 13 years old. Yes. Philly, what I'm rapping. That kid is so good. Yes. He's like, yes. You, you heard about yes. it? I was into it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he said, he, 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 he said, ooh, like, ooh, why you know to me and my crew? <laughs> He's, he's so badass. I love yeah, you hear that? What do you think? Do you think lyrical genius? I think really creative kid. Yeah. I think really innovative, passionate about his project, young kid who's going to be really something special. Do you hear somebody like that and go, I should work with him in some capacity? Sure. I love everyone in the... I, I, I love... I, I've always loved... I, I, the reason why I can produce music is because of hip-hop and... 
I, I say it in, that that sounds kind of lame the way I'm saying it and very like mathematical and thought out. But when I would listen to Scott Storch and uh, call, Mr. Collie Park and the and just stud and Dr. Dre and the entire um, Eminem show um, and uh, Eight Miles soundtrack was made with a Korg Triton studio. That's why I got a Korg Triton studio synthesizer and it, I found all those sounds and I tried to recreate beats made by Dre and Scott Storch and that's I, I owe it all to hip hop for my uh, uh, my production skill and that's kind of how you create now right you, you've been on record saying that you 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 duplicate songs you don't duplicate but you're heavily inspired I'm heavily inspired the only way that I can create music is by listening to music so and I'll listen to a completely different genre I'll listen to Hypnotizer, uh, Somebody's Got to Die by Notorious B.I.G. and make the way I am just because mm. I like the kick sound or a Jay Dilla record and That's I love the, the snare and I make uh, uh, empty cups. Uh, but a majority record. of the time you're, you're listening for things that like the average ear won't even pick up on. Maybe. I, 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 I like to think that I can, can kind of dive into a particular part in a record and kind of be inspired by it but I think most people most I'm not the only producer who who can do that I I'm also heavily inspired by other producers I already said that I love music <laughs> well I saw you tweeting about uh, Rich the Kid and Smoke Perp what is it about like Plug Walk and those things that you like I love Plug Walk because the 808 and I, I love Rich the Kid and his entire vibe on that record is crazy and I just talked to shout out to Rich the Kid I just talked to him the other day he was in Arizona I just love where the 808 stands in that song because you can 808s like the the bass in the record for anyone listening that doesn't know they probably do know that's so awesome that people know what an 808 is nowadays (laughs) Um, but um it's not the center of attention in the record sonically it's really the hi-hats that are the and they're they're almost as loud as his vocal if you listen to the record it goes and then on each on bar eight, there's like another layer of a hi hat that, uh, forgive me, I can't remember the name of the producer, but it's just it's just really well thought out and really bouncy. And Smoke Perp, I just think is fantastic and really you can hear Florida in his music, mm-hmm. which is cool. Well, it's interesting because a lot of people hate on these like SoundCloud rappers, is what they call them, I guess. Yeah, but somebody who knows everything about music is like a musical genius, I guess. Some people call you. You're th- into that stuff. I'm into the fact that. Not everything is so thought out with like YBN Namir and they're looking they're looking up tight beats and now there's a new subgenre of um, of rap music with tight beats and um, no name producers getting all the recognition that they deserve from just making a beat not thinking about it so much You're like, I want to make a I want to make a beat like so and so okay I'm just gonna open up FL Studio or Ableton or Pro Tools and just make this beat and send it to whoever and they just they, they literally exchange information on Twitter and they put their vocal on it. Sometimes the mic's all the way back here and they're just laying their vocal. <laughs> down. It doesn't matter. It adds to the vibe. Like yeah. I, I I love that. But is there a world where that type of I want to say raw because that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's there's no nothing is glossy. <sighs> yeah, there's nothing. Uh, music. I feel like pop music and rap too used to be way like they nobody even hires mixer mixing engineers anymore they just put an l3 on it and you know turn it up and that's it uh it's 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 and it's distorted but it's it's fun you can it it just pops off like 
it, it's it's really really fun. I love how fun everything is nowadays. Zach Sancho. Hey, I hate to interrupt our interview with Charlie Puth, but we do got to pay the bills, and I'm very happy that we get to pay the bills by me telling you about something that I'm super passionate about. For the last like eight months, I've been using the Quip toothbrush. It is the best electric toothbrush on the market. First of all, it's super cheap. They start at 25 bucks. They are so cool looking. It sticks right to my mirror. I'm obsessed with this thing. I got it for my roommate. I got it for my roommate's mom. I got it for my mom, my dad, my sister. I got Dan and Heather one. Oprah uses this toothbrush. Okay? Oprah. Try out Quip. I I promise you're going to be happy with it. Plus... You can get free refill packs because what they do is once you buy a toothbrush, every like month or two months, they send you like a new refill pack, so a new head. And that's not just for like convenience, but it's also for your health. And if you buy a Quip toothbrush right now, we're going to get you a free refill pack. Free refill pack, baby. Go to getquip.com slash sang. That is getquip.com slash sang. And these toothbrushes start at 25 bucks. Try them out. Let me know what you think. And again, if you want a free refill pack... Getquip.com slash sang. Okay, back to the interview. Zach Sang Show. This album, I mean, you, you, dude, you got bops on this album. Yeah. Is it based in reality? Are these songs written from your life? Um, yes. They, um, I, I, as I kind of, kind of said before, not really, but when I travel from the East Coast to the West Coast and, you know, the success, the, the amount of success that I had happened really quickly and it was a bit overwhelming and I didn't really know usually when you're an artist you have a couple years to figure out what your sound is going to be like not in front of millions of people who are like hating on you and like (laughs) I had to I had to you know produce records that weren't perfect for me but that did really well and I have to be proud of them and I'm so happy that my fans love these old records but they just didn't represent me and I kept making attempts and making attempts and finally when attention came out and I we don't talk anymore too it was the kind of the beginning but even then I was still not sonically me when attention came out that was my that that was my entryway into you know making consistent sounding records now and telling my story finally and you did that with Jay Cash yeah I love Jay Cash is he with you throughout this album he is with me throughout this album except on if you leave me now and uh uh, uh, change featuring James Taylor. Got it. By the way, I don't know the names of the records, all of them. I just know them based on lyrics. Because that's pretty amazing. Though. Well, when I got the when I got the album, right? You know, I didn't. There was there was only a few that had names. Patient is a beautiful record. Please be patient with me. I um I love that hook so much. And I was listening. Okay, so that's a good example of me listening to um. Another song that was completely... I was listening to New Edition, their Heartbreak album. <laughs> nice. I was just listening to the entire album back and forth, back and forth. And I kept hearing... It was produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who I show a lot of love in every interview that I do because I just still think to this day that they're just sonic geniuses and they carved an entire sound for a decade almost. And um, I, I kept hearing this reverberated cowbell with gated reverb. Like it's hard for me to do it, but it's like look up a, a, a reverb cowbell, and uh, I kept hearing that, and I, it just something clicked. I was working on so many ideas uh, uh, for patient, and it just wasn't clicking. And then when I put that little cowbell in, I was like, I need to use this kick, and I need to use this snare, which is one little uh, hit with white noise, like. You know, when you turn a TV on, yeah. that's static. I layered that snare with it, and it just 
came through a frequency in the mix and I was like oh wow and then I put the hi-hat in a little bit uh, sorry the uh, the cowbell in just a little bit louder there's <laughs> hardly any hi-hats in that song I'm nerding out right now no, I love but it this is, and then um the little mm, is, yes is cut, it, dude the, the sp- space sound effect that's how I kind what, of whatever it is it's, it's, it's like a it's like a little Rhodes bass sound mm, that's from listening to new edition too so I kind of own new edition, <laughs> but the lyrics are done at this point. Yeah, the was lyrics are the the whole song was um the the only part that wasn't written was if you leave I deserve it but baby all I'm asking you is please and a completely different bridge. I don't know if you guys have also heard the record, but there's a completely different bridge at this point, and I it, it sounded very trying to be on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I of course love radio and want all the support from radio, but <laughs> let's um, let's go completely out. Let's what 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 bridge would um, John Mayer do in two thousand and five? And we just took it out of the key completely. And I, when I say we, I mean me. I just like to pretend there's a lot of people <laughs> the in the studio. We. Like I have friends or something. It's a giant team. It's just a giant it's team a of producers. Of music. It's literally me drinking tea. Um, That's uh, cute. It's, <laughs> thanks. And we just we went to F sharp minor, and the song is in D flat major. With me, oh, like what? <laughs> and it, and we somehow again I say we, but we we I got um back to the original key by hitting an A flat sus and then F sharp major <laughs> and you're back into the chorus the down chorus and it, it's just my point is that's not very pop radio friendly at all. <laughs> no, but but like also I think <laughs> pop music has a really broad definition yeah, now. I think so. I think so. I think people are more. Um, willing and able to like they, they want to know where um, the uh, where the song was written how it was composed and they want just a little bit more jazz I hate to say it just a little bit more jazz but that's chord all changes. you want that's all I am I'm, I'm the most <laughs> unlikely pop singer in in the world and it's it, I'm just a I'm a student that's it okay but patient the lyrics are pretty intense uh, and uh, they are <laughs> it's they, my apology record yeah you're asking for a redo you're yeah. literally saying, I made you feel insecure, but take me back. Attention, how long, done for me, patient, the end. So yeah. that's the end of that one story. Yeah. Who was it written for? I, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> it, was, it was written about Ishkabibble's Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> about something really important. How about that media training, eh? <laughs> that was good. That was a hell of an answer. <laughs> Fooled you, Philadelphia. <laughs> Yeah, but I also feel like every a lot of songs on the, this album are about different relationships because then I look at track record number nine, which I don't know the name of, but uh, the lyric I what my, is that? The lyric I pulled from that was the more that I convince her this won't work, the faster she takes oh, off slow her clothes. It down. Girl, you gotta slow it down. You're literally saying I don't want to be in an exclusive relationship with you. Well, in that rec- that that record in particular, it's more about. You, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm a busy guy, yeah. and it shouldn't be about me at all times. So, if we're vibing and we're hanging out, it doesn't mean that. Like, I'm interested in what you're doing as well. I mean, you're 23. You have to. You have your own interesting life as well. It doesn't always have to be about what I'm doing. That was what I was only saying well, in that song. That, that's a good relationship. You know, it needs to be mutual. It just. It, it absolutely. So. That's the message in that song. It has to be a mutual relationship. Both both parties are concerned with whatever uh, anybody else is doing. It can't just be about that one person because then 
but tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think. No, I know. I think none of my relationships well, in that way have ever gone well because, at all. <laughs> because then they just want to know about you, and then yeah. you know maybe they have nothing to give, or maybe they feel in, inferior to you. I don't. I don't know. Like if you date a famous person, you guys have the same type of schedule. If you don't, they're just yeah. like, what are they actually there for? Yeah, that's uh, other than you know being you know other than the public attention. I mean, that is pretty ideal. I mean. Um, because you know, you know, kind of what the other person is up to, and uh, I mean, yeah, that that is pretty ideal. But um, I don't know. Sometimes that doesn't even work. But <laughs> that's the, yeah, we know. What a happy message! <laughs> You're building this album. What do you like the most? Is it writing? It's producing, isn't it? It's producing. Yeah. And, well, I mean, producing and writing go hand in hand, but I'm starting to like performing even more. The tour's selling like hotcakes. It's doing so well. I'm way, so pleased. That makes you really happy that you like pre- performing more and more. Because yeah. there is a moment where you were performing a lot. Yeah, I was getting you, really sick. Too. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> I kept performing. It wouldn't stop. But now, time off the road? You build a new appreciation? Um... Yeah, I'm. It's just it's centered around the music. I'm so proud of this music, and I'm so proud to to showcase this new music. And I feel it, it makes me. The, this music makes me look better on stage. I'm not. It, That's I'm, a statement. I'm not performing songs that were written for me. I'm performing songs that I've I wrap my entire heart around and uh, it's that just it's I'm not a very good actor and that's why I've looked stiff in the past in my opinion uh, for some of these records that I had no history with like I we, you can call out any lyric I remember where I was what I was doing what I was eating nice. when I was right when I was record what mic I was using what kick drum the name of the actual file name of the kick drum like I remember it all I'm so uh, I'm ma- I'm so married to all of these songs, so of course I'm going to get on stage and it's going to feel the most natural. All right, let's test it. You won't wake up besides me because I was born in the '90s. That's boy. That's um. Such a great line. That's <laughs> that's about a time um, when someone that I know um, was uh, with someone just a bit older than that person, and they fell for that person, and uh, turns out that other person just wanted to get over who they were with by just you know being with someone younger and you were so entranced by this person who has wisdom and experience i think that's what what that person told me yeah that they were so that they were when this person was telling me the story um they were so entranced with that person and so impressed with their knowledge about the world um but at the end of the day they were just treating she was just treating him like a boy yeah and the song's called Boy, which is a little confusing. And that song was just written about a friend, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, cool, a friend. Cool, 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 Got it. cool friend. <laughs> yeah. That, would, that would, would be so generous to open up to me like that. So nice. So nice. Really good friend. Thank you, friend. <laughs> you just have a closet full of friends. I have a lot of friends. You shouldn't keep them in your closet. <laughs> I keep them in the closet. Terrible. Just for inspiration, you yeah. pull one out. <laughs> yeah, Tell like, me about what's going on. <laughs> Bobby, come here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How need was, need need you. <laughs> uh, you're, how, you're allowed out yeah. at Thin Mints. <laughs> God, I got snacks. I got Oreos in a Ziploc bag for you. No, 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 Cheerios in a Ziploc bag for you. <laughs> wow, that's the worst thing ever. Cheerios in a Ziploc bag oh, in yeah. a lunchbox. The smell. Ugh. 
Yuck. You're instantly transported to like elementary school. Keep testing my gangster. Keep going. What's um, another lyric? Okay, number record number twelve was another one of my favorites. I don't have a lyric pulled from this, but you're pretty much convincing a girl to stay with you and cheat on her boyfriend. We did not, without commenting on that, um, and everyone getting mad at me, we did not have a fun um, record that wasn't so serious. Okay. Um, these records are all disguised as fun records, but they have pretty serious lyrical things going on. This one is just straight party, and I kind of had the idea. I wrote it with um, Max Martin, Sovereign, Ricard, and um, and James, and uh, and Jay Cash. It was the, it's the most amount of people on one record because it came to me at the very very last minute. And it's also a super team. That's a super team. Everyone involved is so so talented and i watched that part in clueless when she goes to the party in simi valley and she has to call <laughs> paul right up and he's yeah. like where yeah. are you at and she was like simi valley <laughs> like, you are so lucky and i just what if that um song uh that when uh what's his name when he was like rolling with the homies that part when elton. that yeah, yeah elton if elton what if that song in the background wasn't there what would this the 2018 version be and i thought it would be this song what's the name of this record it's called empty cups and it's a it's about uh my song is called empty cups and it's kind of you know you ever go into a house party and the whole house smells like beer and there's just empty cups oh i love that that's my favorite smell (laughs) it is when i walk by out like Like, a, a bar like that's like my favorite smell ever. Dirty shoes and beer. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. P- perfect. <laughs> I'm getting a wrap up sign. We could talk for a oh, lot longer, obviously. Uh, so sad. Oh. Yeah, I know. When's part two of this, this interview? I, there needs to be a part two. There can always just be a part two. Thank you. Hey, what do you think about the country pop crossover right now? Oh my goodness. I I, I love it. I love that um oh what is his name? The Kane Brown? The, Yo- the Which one? Yodel, Yodel Kid. Yodel, 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 oh, Mason Ramsey. His um Mason Ramsey, that song, that that lyrically, that song That's, really, if I'm gonna be famous, I wanna yeah. be famous for loving, loving you. you. Like if I'm they're gonna take pictures, I wanna see you in that picture too. Mm-hmm. Oh, there has to be more country crossovers because those country right? guys know how to like really paint a picture yeah. and they keep it they keep the punchline at the very very end and in pop mm-hmm. it's you know all about repeating here's the punchline here's the punchline but and in country i think that's going to spill over to pop even more i love that i love that kid i love his new song could you take an, a song like that and produce it like would you work with him of course i would work with him i want to work with any artist that wants to work with me because it enhances my artist career selfishly i can gain something from them but and you they learn can, i can learn i'm always learning i'm always i know i'm not going to be the most popping producer in the future but i need to surround myself with people who are going to elevate me just like in a relationship you have to surround yourself with people who elevate you it makes you the best version of you and that's what this album is yes. it's the best version yes. of me and that's how we end this Oh. Dan's upset. You have one more oh, question? I, can, I got a thousand questions. I got to none of them. I know. <laughs> you can ask me one. Um, can I just run them down to short answers? Okay. What do you think of Kanye's new Shoo Poo Poo Doop song? I think that uh, his uh, the, the album artwork is really ingenious. The, uh, the text message exchange. And I, th- I hear his album cover is just going to be a screenshot of, uh, of, of the text message, text message exchange. I think that's awesome. Oh, I heard. Is it going to be the photo of the surgeon? That's I think I it's heard. literally an iPhone screenshot of that message. Of that, saying ab- to of put that him message, off. and that's the album cover. And I think, and he writes in a text bubble. This is. I think this is my album cover. But that part's cool. What's more reflective than that? What's more reflective? Re- I mean, our reality. I think it's pretty. I just think it's. I think it's ingenious. The, the other stuff he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Puth, voice notes. Is that May 11th? 
This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.